And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. So hello and welcome to another Foot in the Opposition camp and this weekend we have Bath City making the relatively short journey down to Hewish Park so I'm very pleased to say uh, that we welcome a man who basically if you read or hear anything to do with Bath City it's probably come from this man so Mark Stillman is a journalist for Bath Live he is a writer for the Nonley paper presumably on Bath City and he is the manager and presenter of Bath City Radio and he just told me does the match day announcing as well so Mark that's that's quite a title um, and welcome to the Glovers cast. Thank you very much for having me on cheers. No problem. Right. OK, well, let's start with the um, the most recent events with uh, with with Bath City. So um, New Year's Day, you did have a game on, which is uh, you, you've done one better than Taunton Town did. Um, and uh, it was a, a goalless draw uh, with uh, with Chippenham. Um, I, I mean, how did how did that stack up against the, the other? Because I think you beat them at their place on on Boxing Day. Is that right? Yeah, two quite similar games, actually. Um, I thought at their place, took, say, about an hour for the contest to get going. Same at Twerton Park, the first half, pretty much a non-event. Um, and to be fair, both defences excelled. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, neither team deserved to lose, so nil-nil was about right. At, at Harden Hewish, we nicked it near the end. Deservedly, I thought we showed more attacking intent than we did there. But to be fair to Chippenham, they're good footballing side on it they got they ended Yeovil's excellent winning run as well so we know what they're all about and um yeah but four points out of them over the Christmas period we can't be too disappointed he had to slip that one in and didn't have win. <laughs> winning run okay well right that's the way we're going but I mean looking at your run of form you've actually been since um I'm going to throw one at you, back at you now since Yeovil beat you at, at Twerton Park um you've actually been on a on a really good run obviously knocking Boreham Wood out from the high division out of the FA Trophy I mean would it be fair to say the season uh is exceeding expectations so far yeah, funnily enough, I, I interviewed Jerry earlier for the non-league paper and I asked him that question. He said, in in some respect, it it has. Um, I thought, I mean, I would have taken us being fifth at this time of year, absolutely. But the thing which has helped us really, we've had next to no injuries. We've, I'm just looking down, I think we've had the same 16 bar the Oval game for the last seven matches. It makes a massive difference. There's real good team spirit about it. The, the recruitment we made in the summer was outstanding. We've seen to have, got in some good players I'm sure we'll get on to but yeah I would have definitely taken being in the position considering this time last year we were sort of lower mid-table we had injuries galore stacking up we've gone through a whole host of players we've used the fewest players in the division and I think it's a massive thing which is going to help you improve yeah and and let's talk about that uh that that game at um at Twerton Park back at the start of December obviously it wasn't I don't think anybody who was there would say it was a it was a classic it was uh won by a pretty pretty late goal as well I mean did did you think um it was a, f- a fair reflection of the of the the performance there or do you think Bath maybe deserved more from that game against Yeovil I think the biggest disappointment was that we didn't go into half time ahead that was a that was our chance really we had a good few openings to be fair 
to Yeovil, I, I thought they defended exceedingly well. A surprise going into it. I don't think they kept many clean sheets by them, but I thought the likes of Wannell was outstanding in their centre-back, and considering they lost Whittle quite early on as well. So I thought it was a bit harsh on us. I thought a draw might have been right, nil-nil, a bit like the Chippenham game, I suppose. Um, might have been fair, but the, the goal we conceded, it's a cracking delivery in, and a defend, Morgan Williams has been pretty clever with his finish as well. So... But we, we weren't outclassed. That's sometimes what you fear these games. The first time we played each other, and we, we know you over the top for a reason, why they're going well. And you think if we're not at our best and they are at like 10 out of 10, then it could have been a very long evening. But I, I thought we put a good account of ourselves and we're a little bit unlucky. Okay, uh, and um, obviously mentioned there that you've uh, you've progressed in the uh, in the FA tr- uh, FA Trophy. I think I'm right in saying that you have a a pretty winnable game in the next round. Would that be would that be fair to say? Yeah, it is fair to say. Whenever it gets played, that is because uh, it's been Colville against Waterwood's been called off again tonight for the fifth time. So, oh right, okay. They're, so they're squeezing for... it. In. Yeah, they're squeezing it in next Tuesday. It's like old school, and they used to have four or five replays. Um, right. so, well, yeah, that, that might work in your favour as well then. Yeah, it will. Not for the program editor, bless him. He's. No. Um, I think he's going to have to do an either or, and I do the club history, so I'm going to quickly delve into what Walsallwood and Colville Town are about. But yeah, they're they're both uh, Colville one level below Southern Premier Central, Walsallwood one below that. But right. they're at that stage for a reason. They both knocked out teams uh, at our level, and um, Walsallwood beat Hemel. But uh, yeah, home draw, three home draws in a row. We've beaten Boreham Woods, so yeah, it's it's definitely a winnable tie. But I'm. My main concern is whether it takes place on that day because yeah. through no fault of our own, it could push it to a Tuesday night, a lower crowd, and you never know. But yeah, you said as well, it could work in our favour that they have to play it a couple of days before. Yeah, where does that rank? Where does the trophy rank in your sort of priorities this season? Um, Well, we're in four competitions. I'd say probably third, I think. Right. The FA Cup is a big thing, which frustratingly for us, we haven't reached first round since 2011 and all right, we weren't humiliated in it this year. We had a, an amazing win over Larkhall when we were 2-0 down, 1-3-2. We, we uh, breezed past Weymouth, it's 2-1, but it was very comfortable success. And then we lost to Worthing. We didn't turn up. Worthing played very well. Um, so between that and the league is tight. The, the money in the FA Cup is so important. But I mean, I, I'd like to get through to the last 16 of the FA Trophy. The money's not as much as you get in the FA Cup. But if we lost, then it means... Somerset Cup as well, which blah sort of <laughs> can go on in the background. It's handy for giving uh, fringe players a game, but yeah, I think if if we did lose, I'd be annoyed because it's to a lower division team. But yeah. uh, all about, it, I really want us to get into the playoffs this year. So if we lose to, if we're embarrassed in the FA Trophy and we finish in the top seven, I'll I'll take that. You take that. You take that. And uh, and one player, obviously very familiar, who's been in the Bath City um, uh, squad for much of this season is, is Will Buse, obviously on loan from from Yeovil Town. How have you uh, judged him on his appearances uh, up to now? Well, he's been great actually. I think he's worked out. He's played more times for us than he has for Yeovil um, yes. since he he made his debut against Taunton. Um, got it done. He's kept eight clean sheets. Um, he's only letting ten in fourteen matches, and I've written him down a couple of penalties, a couple of own goals. And so Ollie Wright was really performing heroics in goal for us. He was a, a real solid base, dislocated his shoulder at Tunbridge. We needed a goalkeeper instantly. And truth, very grateful that Yeovil helped us out, really. Um, and he's come in, clean sheet on debut. And yeah, he's, he's slotted in exceptionally well. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, obviously, he won't be available this weekend. Is it the same as the last game? Slav, Slav Hook on loan from Dorking, I think. Is he likely to, to slot him? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he played in that game against Yeovil. He also played against Froome in the Somerset Premier Cup. Right. So, yeah, there's only three outings, I presume, for the club. Unless Will picks up an injury, will will be these games. So, yeah, his home league debut is in front of that. <laughs> 3,600 are cried, which is yeah. something else. It, it doesn't help us overly. I, I don't think he's a bad goalkeeper, but I, I presume he's trained with us a few times, but it doesn't help because the players know Will inside out by now and Slab uh, hasn't been playing for Dorking either. So might be. I'm sure, I know Mark Cooper will be aware of that anyway. It doesn't need a sort of genius to work out. They'll want to test him. But yeah, the goal he was beaten uh, at Twerton, he didn't have much chance with. Yeah. One player who really stood out in in the Bath side, Jordan Thomas, was was brilliant in the game at, at Twerton Park. I mean, how confident do you think Bath can be of, of keeping hold of his services? I'll be surprised if he's here by the summer. I think a few EFL scouts have been looking at him, and I wish him all the best. I, I hope he does get that move. Actually, he's a young lad. He's at North Lee last year, who were relegated, but. He's come here, he's full of confidence. He's already scored 10 goals, which yeah. we would have taken through the whole season. And teams are doubling up on him, trying to mark him out of games. His recent goal-scoring record actually isn't great because of that. I think he's only got one in 11 against Welling, but he, he ran the show against them. And if you give him half a yard, then he's he's going to cause difficulties. But yeah, if, if he's here next season, then I'll be surprised. I, I, he deserves a move to the Football League for me. I'm going to say, and you think he's he's football league uh, caliber, not 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 national league, and uh, maybe somewhere just slightly south of, of Twerton Park, perhaps. You know, beginning with a Y, something like that. Yeah, I I think he's better than Yate. To be honest. <laughs> very good, very good. No, yeah. no, I I honestly, I, I he, he, the thing I think will happen. I, I think he will get the move to a, a league two club. Yeah. I think he's good enough, and yeah, he could end up. Uh, frustratingly he could end up being loaned to somebody like Yeovil but I'd, I'd love it if he came back here on loan it would be a dream move we, we've had some great wingers this season um Elliot Frears chipped in with a few goals in November Oscar Thorne on loan can't really get a game but when he comes on he's lightning quick and Ewan Clark as well from Bristol City on loan so that's why we've created so many chances and and like Yeovil we've we've scored a bundle of goals yeah, and and you and Clark, you mentioned there, obviously had a, a, a loan spell with the Oval during a, a, a pretty dark time in, in in our history. But he's been putting in some some great numbers for you. I mean, he, he presumably is one to watch for the weekend. Yep, he is. He's, he's actually been on the bench a few games recently. He's right. come on for Elliot Freer sort of midway through the second half. But yeah, he can tie defenders up in knots. We played at Hemel a couple of months ago and couple of their players who weren't in the squad were near us on radio asked who he was they compared him to Jack Grealish which right. is a compliment in itself but yeah he's um he's got a high number of assists he probably doesn't score as many as he'd like and he's only got three in all competitions but yeah he's definitely one to watch out for and interestingly the only game he hasn't featured in the season was the the home game against Yeovil so right. I'm sure we'll unleash him at Hewish Park. Absolutely and anybody else that you, you'd pick out we obviously mentioned uh, Jordan to, uh, Thomas already. Yeah, Scott Wilson, you can't miss. Uh, course, yeah. 32 goals. He's uh, the first player to sort of score that many since Paul Randall was actually wow. over as well. Uh, yeah, 32 in a calendar year. He's got 16 already this season. Uh, him and Cody Cook up top are really combined. I mean, the front three, Cook, Thomas and Wilson, 40 between them is superb figures and you're not going to get much better in this league. But yeah, just in general, really, team-wise, keeping clean sheets recently. We've kept four in five. Um 
yeah, just all over the pitch why we're doing so well. It's just a solid base, midfield, hardworking, chip in with the odd goal. So yeah, it's, I don't want to single out sort of two, if I single people out, then I'll, I'll go through the whole sort of 16 regularly. <laughs> like so Luke Russ has been near ever present, but yeah, nobody has let us down this season. No, no, we um we're, we're lucky to have uh, Jerry Gill come on for a former players series we have called the Glover, Glover's Pass, um, and he obviously talked very uh, passionately about the work that he's been doing for a number of years now at Bath. I mean, how much of the club's success and and progression can be put down to him? Oh, a lot of it. Uh, yeah, long-serving manager. He's been here just over six years now, which you don't get very often anymore. I think plenty of clubs would have gone through about a dozen managers in that time but I mean the crowds have accelerated beyond what I would have ever dreamed of really we're always getting at least four figures at home um, which we were getting half that before he, he turned out he's done a lot of work sort of in the background he really does well to promote us we played some stunning football at times blown some teams away and I know perhaps league position wise it hasn't been as good as we would expect in the last couple of years but I think for the resources we've got, the small squad we've got, it's working miracles. And I think if we get into the playoffs this year with, I mean, we've only used 21 players, I think, so far, then it's a remarkable achievement. So, yeah, he's a huge credit to him for the for the work he's done. He's, he's been great with us in the media as well. He's very approachable. Uh, interviews after the game, he'll give us team news in advance. He's, uh, I know he's, he's got sort of a media background himself, which is always really useful. So, yeah, I've been uh, massively grateful for his input over the last six and a half years. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, t- talking about your your media side with your non-league paper hat on, what, what what have you made of the fact that the National League South is so probably more Southwest heavy than it, it's ever been? You've obviously got Yeovil Bar, Taunton Western, Torquay, um, Truro, and some team beginning with a W down on the South Coast there as well. I mean, it's uh, it's quite a, a Southwest fest this season, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a change, which is a very yeah. pleasant change. I'm just looking yeah. at some of the games we've got coming up. Uh, we played Dover the other week and we said, well, our next few away games are Chippenham, Yeovil, Western Supermare. So yeah. it, it's very pleasant. It's, it's always funny. I don't know whether Yeovil have had it. When these teams come to us, they moan about the journey. And you think some teams like Hampton have got so many clubs on their doorstep and we're yeah. doing three, four hours on a regular. We still will go to Maidstone and Chelmsford and Aim- Aveley and worthing again and, and teams like that so it's an awful lot of traveling but yeah it's i think it's helped with the crowds as well it's been massive more interest i mean to be in the same division as yeovil and to get a sellout crowd at twerton was absolutely outstanding so yeah it's made it more interesting and overall it's a very very competitive division yeah and and will you be at a uh, jewish park this weekend for bar city radio presumably I will. I'm not sure in what capacity at the moment. I think I'm commentating. I might be doing the match report as well. So I'll be juggling many balls. But yeah, really looking forward to it. Fantastic. Have you have you been before for a game? Presumably it might have been friendlies and so on in the past. Yeah, I've um been the Somerset Premier Cup final. Of course, um, yeah. Yes, yeah, so the, the uh, 2022 Somerset Premier Cup final. We lost 3-0 in a pretty flat game right at the end of the season. I think the overall league season was still going on, but they picked a, a strong lineup. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, FA Cup, we lost 3 1, I think like 20 odd years ago. I remember Adrian Foster scored yeah. for us. Um, yeah. A trophy tie as well, and another defeat. So, my record watching us there isn't great. And a few friendlies, but I know in the in the 90s, when Jerry was with us as a player, we we really sort of had dominance over Yeovil Town back then. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, it'll be the first time we played there in the league for nearly 30 years. I, I can't wait, actually. I think it's going to be a, 
a brilliant occasion, a thrilling game. And if we lose, I hope we just put out a decent performance. Yeah, we, we, we also had uh, Rob Cousins and Dean Berkby on the ex-player series that we do um, that on the last one, actually. And, and they talked, obviously, from both, with a, with a foot in both camps uh, about some of those games. I remember Rob Cousins never really scored many goals in a Yeovil shirt, but him talking about scoring one uh, in a win at Hewish uh, Park, he definitely uh, had a bit of, uh, bit of pleasure there. So, um, yeah, there's been some good Titanic battles. Uh, you don't look old enough for all those things, Mark. Maybe you've got the right face cream or something. No, it's very confident. I'm 38, so <laughs> I've been going for 30 years. Yeah, so uh, actually, we're doing a feature soon. Actually, 30 years since we played Stoke in the FA Cup. So I've been chatting to Jerry about when we used to play Yeovil on a regular basis in the league. So yeah, that was sort of how long I'd been going. But yeah, so been a long old time since uh, us and Yeovil were were league rivals. And don't need me to actually. I will bring it up again. The fact that 10 years ago, of course, we were so far apart and it never seemed possible so yeah the fact that we are meeting again it's gonna be a great occasion I'm I'm not one of these that, that dislikes teams just because of their geography to be honest I mean I of course I want us to win on Saturday I want us to get the better over anybody but yeah it's just gonna be a decent occasion the crowd it's gonna be a, a great answer hopefully no trouble and uh yeah just one to really look forward to Okay, so I say something nice about how young you look, and you chuck in that uh, where we were ten years ago. That's I just, did say uh, I don't dislike Yeovil as much. <laughs> I, I worked with uh, one of my colleagues, Yeovil fan, and we had never really mocked each other. They, they of course, had some bad times, and we worked together, and I never really rubbed it in because we've had it as well. So yeah, I overall, it's more than life than that. Okay, well, I'm not going to ask you to do a prediction because I can probably guess what it would be. But what I'm going to say to you, my last question would be: if I were to offer you a comfortable defeat at the hands of Yeovil, but a guaranteed place in the playoffs and a good run in the FA Trophy, would you take it? Oh, you, did you have to say comfortable? <laughs> what, do you define comfortable? This oh, I'm going to say, let's say 2-0. Let's not, not too comfortable. I'll, I'll but... happily take, we lose 2-0 and go the rest of the season and flourish. Then I can cope with Yeovil doing a, the double over us. Yeah, but yeah, uh, thanks for putting me on the spot like that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fess up here. Ben wrote that question, so you can thank him for that one. So, <laughs> yeah, Cheers, brilliant. Man. Right. Well, Mark, um, appreciate your time, giving your time up for us. Enjoy your trip to Hewish Park. And um, although we can't agree on on who the best team should be to win, let's say um, hopefully after the weekend, uh, everything goes well for you for the rest of the season. Thanks very much. Cheers for having me on. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Lindergaard making Morris back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Troy. 